Hi, Hi guys. guys. Welcome back to another week of So I Was Like. I'm Becca. I'm Alyssa. And we are in our apartment again. We're sitting on bar stools this week. We got bar stools. Are you guys proud of us? We have bar stools and we have a coffee table. Well, we've had these things, but <laughs> we didn't put them together. We had to mm. order like a task rabbit and Becca tried to order like the cutest one. She's like looking at their pictures, but he ended up not being like, no, he wasn't cute. He wasn't he, cute. No offense if he's listening, but we, yeah, I was so bored that day. I was like, I'm going to choose the hottest task rabbit. So I went through all the pictures and he still wasn't hot. So. And he didn't even like talk to us. Yeah. He had like AirPods in the whole time. I, I was feel like, like he was oh, like yeah. mad at me. Like I was like, okay, I'm sorry for needing help with the bar <laughs> stools. I don't know. But I thought, no, it was so funny because I thought he'd be hot. So I like, lit the candles yeah she was like i'm gonna light the candles everywhere (laughs) it was funny i have to tell you guys a funny story about becca oh god so we were walking to starbucks this morning and she okay becca has the craziest fucking dreams i've ever heard in my life yeah and she was like yeah and we were on a boat and then when we got get off the boat she goes guess where we were and i was like where she goes squid games like i would know she was like guess where we were like i would know that like they would get dropped off at squid games i was like, like, it was making, something I would I guess. Was, like assuming that she would like guess it like i don't even know what i was thinking but it's so funny though i also not only do i have weird dreams i was noticing something about myself when i have like two sips of alcohol in my system all of a sudden i want to like convince everyone that like i'm possessed or like that not that i'm what? possessed <laughs> what <laughs> Not that Please I don't ever say this to me when it's like dark out and I'm like going to bed. Not that I'm possessed, just that like I can talk to spirits. Like I can make people. sure I like lock my bedroom door. Tonight. No, I swear. Like oh, at the bonfire at Nick's house the other day, I remember I was like telling all these ghost stories. I was like, I, and like I love convincing people that I mean it's true. I had like there Here were she goes. <laughs> <laughs> there were dead people. I swear to God, there were dead people in my childhood home and no one believes me and i try to explain it to people and every time i'm drunk it's like the perfect time it's like by the way does anyone have any ghost stories and then i look around and i wait for everyone to be done talking and then she's like okay well let's talk about me yeah my turn i do and then i go very in depth and that is like another fun fact about me in case you guys already hated me a little bit and then (laughs) we got home from the bonfire and she was like i'm scared of the ghost and i made her sleep with her door open yeah she made me sleep with my door open which i I personally think is scarier because what if you like wake up in the middle of the night and you look at your door and there's like something walking by? No, I think that's less scary because that way you at least when the door is closed, it feels like you're trapped in your room. Yeah, but they could just go through the walls. You would know. (laughs) Since when, what is this? Like you're just making up rules. They can't go through the walls. Did they tell you that? Well, they probably would (laughs) if they, if I was listening, I wasn't listening the past couple of years. I haven't been talking to them. Anyways, you guys don't think I'm crazy. Let's I have an on. update on. Oh my god, I have an update on two past characters in uh-uh. the podcast. Um, do you guys remember server Instagram man? This is the man that asked like our server for her Instagram when I was like had my back turned. Mm-hmm. I'm officially done with him. I've decided. What happened? Okay, so when I'm drunk, like I'm pretty annoying. Like I like to annoy everyone. And all I did was say hi. Like, I just texted him and said hi. And he was like, honestly, you've just been a lot recently. And I'm like, ew, that's so gross. Like, why would you say that to me? Like, a lot in the sense of what? Just like, oh, yeah. And then, so I guess this is what, 
like that meant he was like you've just been a lot recently confidence has been through the roof like I've just been like happy and like I don't know just like enjoying your life yeah so when I met this guy I met him in like March and I was like down in the trenches mentally like I was so depressed all the time I didn't talk to anyone like he always had to like pull conversations out of me and I think now that I'm like happy he's like ew yeah do you think that I think um that's the thing is like confidence is people swear it's like a turn on but like sometimes with guys I honestly think that they don't want a confident girl they don't want yeah. like a fully confident guys girl. who are really insecure they don't like confident girls Mm-mm. yeah no they pretend like they do but like when it comes down to it right because he used to tell me back when I was like depressed he would be like yeah I love girls that are like bold and now that I'm like not depressed anymore it's like oh wait not like that though not like you though like not this yeah like I want you to act exactly like this so I think that another thing though is that your social media from an outsider's perspective is very confident like you come across Mm -hmm. as very confident and would you say that's like accurate or no I mean I guess it depends like I feel like I go up and down but when I'm really really down I do keep that like confident persona Mm mm-hmm but I wouldn't say that it's, like, that's who I am, like, 100% of the time. Another thing that you do is, like, you tweet your live <laughs> thoughts. I don't know. I'm I like, do tweet my live thoughts. Yeah. So, like, when I, for, versus, like, when I feel confident or unconfident, you can't really tell based on my social media. I'm pretty quiet. I don't tweet or anything really a lot. And so, I think, yeah, when... I, that would be interesting, though, is, like, talking to someone on Twitter because you can just, like, see what they're actually doing. Right. That's why when I talk to guys, even if they're not, like, not on social media, I always look through their, like, favorites on their Me tweets. Me too. Because I know exactly, like, what they're feeling, like, in that moment and stuff. Even if they're not, like, active on Twitter or, like, even if, yeah, even if they don't even, even if I'm, like, loosely talking to them, I, like, always, like, no matter what, no matter who you are. I'm just curious. It also shows like what your personality is. You can tell someone's political affiliation. Oh, yeah. You can get a lot out of Twitter likes. And I feel like guys don't like realize that. Yeah, they don't know. Like you guys are leaving a digital footprint. Like I can see everything. And I can use it all to like (laughs) manipulate. Manipulate. Yeah. That sounds bad. Like don't make that a sound bite. Not manipulate, but just to know like what's going on. Right. in their brain not yeah just to understand them deeper like anna gives you an insight of whether or not like they're first of all like if they're liking like world star tweets from like 2013 that you've seen like on vine like <laughs> when you're like 10 years ago then they're probably not that funny or like smart <laughs> so or smart. yeah you can just tell like their sense of humor even like it's really attractive when they like like things and you're like oh my god that's actually funny like you're actually yes there was this one guy i used to talk to and he was so funny like one of the funniest guys i've ever met and when we stopped talking i would still look through like (laughs) his like likes on twitter because they'd be so funny yeah funny guys i can't i I will never get over if a guy's super funny i'll never get over him because it's like damn like he would have thought or like i think of something like a joke or something like in the car when i'm driving and i'm like he would have thought that was funny like damn i should i should text him i always do that it's hard if you're funny then you're automatically like i'm in love with you yeah no you don't even have to be hot no if you're funny that's literally all i care about no for real well actually i don't know because a lot of the guys i like have really awful senses of humor yeah (laughs) some of them do like some of the ones I've talked to, I'm like, 
Becca, how do you like them? Like, you're so funny. Like, I know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but should we get into today's topic? Yes. Today's topic, you guys. This one's painful. Situationships versus relationships. The situationships hurt way more than the relationships. Yes. I always see those TikToks that are like, when he goes to you and you only talk to him for like two weeks and and you never even dated and you're miserable and everyone's like laughing. They're like, why are you like, why is it hard for you to get over someone you never even dated? Like imagine if you dated, dated them then it would be way worse. No, it's worse when you don't date them. For real. Because when you date a guy, he shows you every single side of him. So you can build up like resentment for him. He can build up resentment for you. So that breakup is kind of easy almost because you easy. hate each other. When you know someone so well and like you spend every like waking moment with them for like months and months and months, you know, you have all the data points to let you know like all the things that you hate. Like you can make it easily make like a notes app of everything you hate about that person. But when you don't have that like information, it's so much harder because it's like you're filling in the blanks for yourself. And it's almost like you're just making stuff up. You're like, they were probably like so nice to my family if they ever met them. <laughs> they would yeah, be like so my fun. mom would have loved him. Right. Christmas would have been so fun together. He would have gotten me the cutest thing. You're just making it up. And then so when that ends and they leave you, it's like grieving the loss of, of character in your head. In situationships, you also like, I do this and I know guys probably do it too, but you only show that person what you want them to see as where with relationships when you're together for like six months or years they see everything about you so i guess in situationships like they do only show you those sides of themselves that like you're going to romanticize yeah because you can like pick and choose especially if it's like mostly over text you can really just make up an entire like they can make up an entire character themselves and then you also are filling in the blanks of the stuff that you still don't know so it's like not a real person it's an idea of a person in your head and yeah if if they leave you then it's like oh my god like we could have been so great together and they have no idea and you're like going through that process over and over of like you have to remind yourself they're not a real person it's just the idea of a person that you have to get over you romanticize them Mm -hmm. yeah and there's a reason that it ended too i mean i know i'm getting ahead of myself but like there, if the beginning of a relationship is always like think of like the good relationships you've had the beginning is like the best part like it's like so fun it should be like healthy and fun and like exciting because you're getting in a relationship with someone that's like about to be good for you in that time of your life and I just remember like the best relationships I've had were like exciting in the beginning and they weren't like oh my god like he's ghosting me for a month but now he wants to get back together you know what I mean like it's like the beginning should be fun and healthy and exciting. It shouldn't be like painful and, oh my God, he left me. How do I convince him to love me again? Because that's not, in the long run, that's not going to work out anyway. So wasting your time grieving the idea of a person that didn't even show you like how good he could have been to you in the beginning is like pointless at the end of the day. You think about it. Because I might be getting ahead of myself here, but when you think like situationships, think about those relationships that were like really good at the beginning and then they turned into you know boyfriend girlfriend and then you kind of like learned who they were and it's kind of like once you get out of that situationship phase and now you're in a relationship 
and you see the person who like they really are like do you really like them like you did when you were just talking yeah wait do you mean like sorry like, what you said? okay so story time a little bit I guess so my most recent ex he um like the situationship portion of it like when we first started talking we weren't dating yet it was really good and he treated me like really well and if we had cut off right there mm, yeah, yeah I would have been like he was the guy I was supposed to marry he I was supposed to have his babies like I would have thought that but then we got into an actual relationship and reality kicks in right. and you see like each other's flaws you see like what they don't like about you and what you don't like about them and then you literally resent each other another thing is in the beginning of relationships a lot of like the weird quirks someone has are like endearing like maybe like they think something's funny or you don't but you don't think it's funny or maybe they like maybe they have a hobby that you hate but like you pretend to like it in the beginning and you're like oh my god he had he's so he blah blah blah. He did, he's tall and he's hot and he's all of this but also he like hates my job but other than that like everything's really good you guys don't get it and you're like kind of like glossing over the bad parts to your friends um in the end that's like the big thing like the tiny little quirk that he has like you can kind of get over and glaze over in the beginning that becomes like the thing that will break you up always that's always how it works when i was in high school i saw this quote on like twitter or something and i'll never forget it for the rest of my life but it was something along the lines of like the reason you fall in love with people could be the reason you fall out of love so, yeah like, the things that you love them for once you're in a relationship could be the reason that you like start to hate them. Yeah. And I, I, another thing I think I get like blinded by like in the honeymoon phase, I think I get a little bit blinded by like the physical side. Like that's really all like, we, you know, like when oh, you just do that, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like it turns into like, if you have such like physical chemistry, you don't care about anything else. Like honestly, you don't care about anything else. Yeah, You're like, like I don't then, care. Don't talk to me anymore. Let's just hook up, you know? Sometimes that physical chemistry, like it's so good in the beginning because you guys are having such a honeymoon phase and it dies off so fast once you guys are like in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that happening. A lot of times, yeah. Physical side is important to me. Yeah. And so I can be blinded by that for like months at a time honestly really I mean I was in my I remember in my first relationship yeah like a couple of weeks yeah but then I like realized oh my god you're 10 years older than me like I'm in <laughs> yeah. college like I can't do this and then we broke up but, but then I was like even then I still don't feel like I had enough like data it's all about like the information you have on someone if you're trying to get over anyway if you're trying to get over a situationship I would write down everything that was bad that you kind of glossed over that you didn't really care about yet because that is what would have broke like broken you up and also I really do think that the universe to like puts people in and out of our lives for like because of the trajectory you're going at that time like maybe they weren't right for you at that time and maybe in like five years they will be right for you or maybe like someone better is coming like for real I saw this one like you said you saw a quote I saw this like cheesy sometimes like cheesy Pinterest quotes are like They're, really like, good accurate. yeah I saw this one that was like this little girl holding a teddy bear <laughs> it was Okay, I'm not like religious, okay? I'm not religious, but it was like Jesus was holding like a big teddy bear behind his back and he was like, 
the girl was like, I, I love this. I love my teddy bear. And Jesus is like trying to take the teddy bear away. And he was like, just trust me. And then he gives her like the big teddy bear. Like that was perfect for her. And I'm not saying like a Christianity thing. I'm just saying the world like will give you a better guy if you just let go of like the little teddy bear that you have right now. Who knows? Maybe the uh, like the tallest, hottest, most fun, funniest guy is coming your way. And you're going to I mean, you know, those are just random characteristics that I like. But yeah. Yeah. um, What was I going to say? I was going to say something about. Oh, yeah. Like Becca said, when you write down like all those things you glossed over. I also want you to like think how would those play out if we were dating? Yeah. So like, okay, he doesn't like do his homework. That's like a little thing. If you're in college, he doesn't do his homework and he's like not dedicated to school. Think like how much would that bother you if he was actually your boyfriend and he just like didn't do his work and he was doing bad in school and he didn't really have any like motivation or anything. Or he makes fun of your friends and like he thinks that like your friends are bad mm. for you. Maybe in the beginning you don't really care because it doesn't matter yet. For a couple months you can get away with that. It doesn't really matter. But down the line, you can't like not have anyone except for your husband or boyfriend. Like you'll go insane and then it gets abusive every single time. Not to get dark, but for real, it gets abusive. If they hate your friends and they're mean to your friends, that means they hate parts of you because your friends are really a reflection of yourself. So, you know, if they hate your friends, then they're going to start hating you. Yeah. And another thing, like, going off of that is I've noticed, like, so I had this one friend in college and she was, like, one of my best friends. But I knew that, like, a lot of times she was, like, in the wrong. Like, I knew that. Like, that's my friend. I'm allowed to, mm-hmm. like, say that about my friend. But it would always, like, irk me if, like, the guy I was talking to would, like, say something. Yeah. Like, oh, so-and-so, like, did this. That was insane. Like, when they talk bad about your friends and you guys are still in a situation ship, like that's a huge red flag. Or they is it too loud? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Or if they love to go out and like that's like and that's fun in the beginning. I love going out with like the guy I'm talking to too. I love drinking with him. It's fun. It's like wine nights are fun. But down the line, if they're like in a frat, I've seen it happen all the time where like they go out every night and then they only come home to like hook up with you and then you wake up and then they're hungover and then the cycle repeats over and over and it turns into like, how would that play out like a year from now? They're still going to want to go out and then they cheat on you. Yeah. That's what happens. I actually, this was like a huge thing with like one of my friends um, that I used to be friends with, but she was like... This goes for both guys and girls, by the way. She was, like, going off the rails, like, doing so many drugs, going out every single night, like, literally every single night, Sunday nights, Monday nights, Tuesday, every night. And the guy that she was talking to, they started to get into, like, a relationship, and he was getting, like, really turned off. And I turned to one of my other friends, and I was like, you know, like, it's good to, like, go out and have fun when you're in a relationship. Like, I don't think people should just stay inside and they like cooped up. I think it's when you're first talking to someone, it's good to show them that like I can go out Mm -hmm. and like have fun and drink and not be attached to you all night. But sooner or later, like that does get really old and you can like overdo it. Right. So when you're in that situation ship, like you gloss over those little things and then you're in a relationship and it's like a huge problem. 
being cooped up is bad too. You need to see how they like they shouldn't only be coming over to your house or you shouldn't only be going over to their house because you need to see how they interact. Something about like seeing someone interact with the people around them, their friends is very important because you know like where they fit in in their friend group like are they like nice to their friends or they like to their friends respect them. But you also need to like introduce them to your friends and see how respectful they are to your friends and like your family, like blah, blah, blah. So like, I think that you need to, yeah, definitely like you need to test out every environment possible. But also we're saying all of this like stuff, of like negative things about guys, but there are so many healthy relationships that I've seen that like, I just know that if you're having like a really toxic situation, like have like an example, think of like an example of a healthy relationship you've seen. Like, don't you want that? I want that. Like my, yeah, yeah. like, my cousin had this boyfriend who I loved. Like I, they broke, they were dating for like 12 years, but he was so great with us. I remember like, he was so fun. He wanted to get to know everyone around her. He wanted to like, he took us out to like eat all the time. And he was just like a really great guy. And I always think like, I want a boyfriend like that. That was like, and he was so respectful of like every, like she was vegan. So he decided to try being vegan for like 10 years. He was vegan with her. Aww, it was sweet. That's so cute. <laughs> I know. I still miss him. I love him. But he was so like, he was involved in her life. Like we were involved in his life. And then I for, I turned into me forgetting that he wasn't really my cousin because he was around so much and he would like babysit us and he was just so positive and fun. And like, I really want a guy like that, that like is supportive, like, being vegan like that's like such like a niche or like a random thing but like being supportive like of like the random interests that like your girlfriend has I think is so important like if a guy supports random like things that you want to do then I think that that guy's a keeper so yeah that's like an example of a healthy and habit. a lot of times like these situationships that you're like so upset over and you're like torn up over and you feel like the world's ending they don't turn out to be like these relationships mm -hmm. that like Becca's talking about so people always ask, like, how do I get over a guy that I never dated? And it's that literally what Becca said, like, think about, you know, healthy relationships you've seen. Can you see it playing out like that? But like, be realistic with yourself. Like, right. Can you actually see it playing out to be like a really healthy relationship? Or when you read over that list and you look at all the things you gloss over, do you see yourself being like, yeah, I mean, the fact that like, he went out every night and never did any schoolwork and was not dedicated or motivated at all. That might have been like an issue like <laughs> six months down the line. Yeah. Also, like the first step is like admittance that it's literally an idea of a person. So the which is the hardest part. That's to the do. hardest part. So yeah, like even in like like situationships I've had where I said back like I'm dying over this. Like I have such bad anxiety. Like I'm the world is ending. It, I know in my head that it probably wasn't meant to work out. It probably would not have been like what I thought it was. But the really the hardest part is like emotionally like accepting it. Yeah. And like letting go of that. So you'll always like have like a gut feeling, I think. But like bringing that gut feeling to like the front and center of your brain and like understand fully accepting that it's the idea of the person that's the first step so the second you find yourself being like okay i know i'm just i'm just making up a character in my head you are on the right track like that's the right track keep thinking about that and focus on the fact that it's just the idea of a person and when you find yourself like romanticizing it again think about it again that he's just it's a character it's not real like it's like a movie character that you're making up just keep reminding yourself until one day, like you kind of forget to think about them. And then you're like, you know, 
just keep reminding yourself. What do we do though when like it is someone that like could really have been like a solid, healthy relationship and like you are the one that fucked it up? I did, yeah. I've there, done that. I've done that too. And honestly, I'm noticing that maybe I am the <laughs> Sometimes you're like, maybe that was me. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I do think that like lately I've been... I, I blame a lot of things on the guys in my life. And I do think that I don't have good taste in guys. I'm going to be honest. But also I totally think that I have a part in like fucking it up. Um, I think that the main time I fucked it up was like in college with um, Johnny. And I that was so hard for me to get over. That was literally so hard. I think I no he well, he was just a really good guy in the beginning. But um more like time you'll see like the bad things about them and they always go downhill like no offense johnny i'm sorry i love you but like they always just like something goes wrong and she loves you (laughs) miss you come back (laughs) no don't please no um and yeah i think that time it's it's so painful when you fucked it up but like identify what you did wrong so for me it was like blacking out and making a mistake like that was my mistake it was like being drunk so now i try not to black out around the guy that i'm seeing working on it (laughs) like i guess for me like i messed up so bad but i guess like i hate the saying time heals all wounds because i really don't think it does like i really don't believe that because i look back on it and it's been like a year and a half and i'm still like so upset i did that and i see him with his girlfriend and i'm like oh i know they're happy and like healthy and stable but I guess just like identifying what you did wrong and then just making sure like you don't do it again. Like you're going to meet another guy. Like that wasn't the guy that you were meant to marry because mm-hmm. yeah. if it was, you'd be together. Right. But I guess identifying what you did wrong and then making sure next time you meet a guy that's like that, not doing it again. That's the only thing for me that like is going to like make me feel better. Time does help. But the words that time helps doesn't help. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, that it's not going to help you guys for me that to doesn't say help that. You, like right now. Right now. Yeah, I understand that like the time heals all wounds. It's like cheap advice and it's like boring to hear. I I definitely think though that like putting the attention on yourself like think of okay, one thing I saw the other day was like kind of helpful to me. It was like what like physical steps can I take to like feel a little bit better every day? Just think that. Like Maybe it's like cleaning your room every day, like making your bed, running, running every day, doing, if you do like three like things that you know are like, they don't, you don't want to do it necessarily, but like, you know, it'll make you feel better in the long run by forcing yourself to do like three things that you kind of don't want to do. Like by the end of you'll be better as a person down the line in like a couple months from now, like you'll look back and you'll be like, oh my God, it was such a mess back then. Thank God I'm getting my stuff together. And then once you get your life together a little bit more um more like guys come to you naturally it just happens like i think another thing when it comes between like you and the guy that you like messed up with i think one thing is kind of just like accepting like yeah you know what like i was the one that like messed up and don't like beg him to like forgive you you kind of have to just be like you know what like I'm sorry I did that to you. And then you have to like just move on with your life because they're going to respect you so much more if you just mm-hmm. like recognize that you messed up and are just moving on and like letting them be. Then if you were to be like, oh my God, just I'm coming over. <laughs> I used to tell the guy, I'm coming over right now. and like, we're going to talk about it. He'd be like, mm-hmm. Alyssa, if you come to my house, I'm calling the cops. And I'd be like, fine, fine, fine. Or I'd be like, I'm at this bar. Like, please come. Like, please come. He'd be like, I'm already here. Please don't be weird. Like, you don't want to act like the crazy, like... Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Because then he's like, 
why would I, the way they look at it is like, why would I want to, you know, see you tonight after you did this to me four days ago? Or why would I want to, I'm out. Why would I want to see you after you did that to me? You know what I mean? An apology goes a long way. I think even I need to know, like having emotional intelligence is like kind of a good, like if you messed up or if like you kind of both messed up, it was like a mutual mess up with the thing take responsibility for your actions don't put any blame on that don't be like but you shouldn't have done this this is why I did this because they know deep down what they did wrong and so let it go I would say social media is very important right now in this time if you're like going through this right now definitely keep your social media the way it the exact way it was this right when you started talking to this guy so like think back like what were you posting like were you eating with your friend were you like out to eat with your friends do like every like recreate the way it was before that's what i would say because they i don't know social media is just really important i mean we can lie and say it isn't but it honestly is so be careful don't post any quotes about like being sad none of those don't go off the rails yeah do not go off the rails because you're gonna look especially the way guys look at situationships versus girls is extremely different that could be a whole nother episode but the way they look at it is kind of like okay you were just kind of not to be like rude or toxic, but the way they do look at it sometimes is you were just like another like failed talking stage to them and they're going to move on and they're going to like find like they're just going to like move on with their lives. But the way girls look at it is like, I romanticize this version of you in my head. I thought all of this. So you're treating it like a four year breakup when it was like a three month fling. You don't want to treat it like that because the guy who looks at you as just another situationship is going to see you treating it like a four year breakup and he's going to be like, she was obsessed with me. She was in love with right, me. Yeah. She's crazy. It's just because we literally girls just romanticize. But anyway, think about what would like the girl that got away do? Like, would she like get drunk and like obsessively text the guy? No, she would not. She would be living her life. She would have apologized for what she like in a movie. I'm thinking about like a movie character, like the girl that got away in a movie isn't yeah, like, like the one getting drunk away. and being like, I miss you. I'm so sorry. I hate you, though. Like, fuck you. No, you need to like pull yourself together, pretend to be a character. If that means like when you're going out and you have to like block the guy's number for the night just so you don't text him, do that. Or if it means that like you are like faking it until you make it, you have to do that for a while. You just have to, you have to. You have to like pull yourself together, fake it, and then eventually you'll become that person anyway. Sometimes you have to play the long game too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you know what? Like your little fling right now, it might be over for a long time, but if you act crazy, it's over forever. Yeah. If you just like apologize, take responsibility for your actions and just move on with your life. I'm not saying like move on, go find another guy. I'm saying like your life, like keep going, like keep doing your thing. Maybe in like two years from now, if it was actually meant to be with you guys and like your situationship was as healthy as you thought it could be, then he could come back. Yeah. Yeah. He's not coming, you know, like, well, like guys come back after years. <laughs> I think I messed up with that one again well, two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I know, but like he was not somebody that you should have been conscious of your action, cautious of your actions because he was never cautious of his. He yeah. ghosted you for like a year, no explanation. And then thought he could just walk, like waltz back on into your life. Yeah, but I did talk about him on this podcast. I, like, went in depth on the pod a couple weeks ago, and I, like, talked about him, but, you know. Anyway, yeah, you have to play the long game like you were talking about and understand that maybe, like, right now he's not meant for you. But in two months from now, if you better yourself and better your life, then he totally 
could be and i know it's really back. hard to like especially me it's really hard to control like my hormones like <laughs> i get so like hormonal and like attached to like guys sometimes that i have to like put myself in check and be like it's not actually like sometimes it's not actually real life that it's playing out like this sometimes it's literally like your body like in your emotions and like the chemicals in your brain it's like playing <laughs> tricks on you that, yeah like helps me like calm down yeah understand that like you're you're gonna be fine and you don't need that person in your life you are your own person and you are better off honestly so just work on yourself play the character of the one that got away and then you will be the one that got away so yeah should we get into questions of the day yeah i really like this question i feel like this is really good for um like college girls and then also girls like fresh out of college the question says, how many guys do you think you should be able to hook up with in a friend group? Last week, <laughs> I literally went out with a friend group of guys that my friends and I have recently been hanging out with. One of the guys tried to go home with me, and when I was drunk, I said to his face that he has a lot of friends. And if I went home with him, I couldn't go home with anyone else in his group, and I haven't made that decision yet. It was actually hilarious because he's definitely the fuckboy of the group and needed to be humbled. But I was wondering if you end up hanging out slash going home with one guy in a friend group, does that mean in the future you can't go home with any of the others? No, it does not. I don't think. I mean, I, I did it in college. Okay, so I definitely think in college, like, it's very... It's different. It's, it's different. The real the real world isn't like that. You can't yeah. really do that. But I think if you go home with one of them, you can't expect... You can go home with the others, but you can't expect any of them to really, to like... want to date you. Want to date you. Yeah. Or, like, bring you to date parties and stuff. It's kind of, like, an understood thing that, like, you guys are just going home with each other, which sounds, like, bad, but I get... Just go into it thinking that. Especially, like, if they're in a frat, for example, like, that's one big friend group. And so if um, if you go home with one, you the whole frat knows. And that's the, that's the thing about, like, dating frat guys. It's, like, it's everything you – every guy you talk to is public information if you're talking to a frat guy. Yeah. And you're kind of their property for a while. And so, anyway, I don't think you should have said – you have a lot of friends and I can't decide yet. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I think it was kind of, I think, I think if you could funny. say something like that and pull it off, I think it's funny. Yeah. But if you like aren't confident in saying that, I wouldn't suggest saying it. Like if you're being like legit, like that's a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think that you have to choose. I'm sorry. You have to choose your guy. I think you have to choose too. Doesn't Just, it suck though when you choose the wrong one and you get it wrong? It does. <laughs> it, really, like it really does suck when you like choose the wrong one and you like, there's that other one that's like always hitting it's on like you. It's like nicer, you're like, and you're I like, "What the anything. fuck? Damn! Like, I what like, did I do? This like, why sucks. I do this? Yeah, literally." <laughs> but also, like, I don't think guys get as heated about their friends hooking up with a girl they've hooked up with as much as girls do. Like, if you were to hook up with a guy I've hooked up with, I'd be mad. We at wouldn't. You. We just wouldn't do that. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. Not to each, to each other. other but, but we're saying like girls, like that's how they like act. Yeah, because girls. The thing about girls is like we have we don't have categories like guys do. Guys have categories of like I would date this girl or I would hook up with this girl. Girls is kind of all blended together. Yeah, into, they're like, like there's a possibility thing. with everything. <laughs> you never like, know. Everyone's a possibility. Whoever impresses me today, but you never know. But yeah, that's the thing is, um, guys, it's different because if you're just like in the hookup ca category, they don't care. Next question. So I have a question. I don't know how to play guys or make them chase me. Once they give me any sort of attention, I'm hooked on them and ignore everyone else. How do I not catch feelings so fast and make them want me? Um, play a character. I don't yeah, know. pull away. 
pull away. Always pull away. Just pretend like you don't like them. And then, I don't know, focus on yourself in that time. In the beginning of a talking stage, it's really important to, like, make sure you have your life together. Like, make sure, yeah. like, you're focusing on yourself. Because that is initially what attracts guys to you anyway. Is like, if you're, like, focus on your career, your, like, well-being. So I would say don't care if they're in your life or not. And then they'll chase you. We always say this. Guys always assume that girls, girls like are way them, more interested. Way more than they like the girls. So pretend you don't like them because it'll drive them crazy. Yeah, because you have to understand there's always like a little factor of them. They think that you're a little bit more interested than you actually are anyway. So you have to like take account for that and pull back that amount, you know? Exactly. No, that makes sense. Okay. So anyway, I feel like today was a good episode. We gave you a lot of yeah. I feel like we gave a lot of like like that was like therapy. That was like therapy. I needed to hear some of that. Honestly, yeah, we needed. I needed that advice too. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram. So I was like, pod. We have a TikTok now. If you guys want to follow it and like be nice to us in the comments, it is in the wrong demographic right now. I literally like. I don't want to talk about it. It's fallen on the wrong side of TikTok. (laughs) TikTok. So (laughs) goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Subscribe. Rate us five stars. Follow us. Okay. Bye. bye. See you next week.